0: Part two section eight of the freedom of the will by Jonathan Edwards. This recording is in the public domain. Concerning the supposed liberty of the will as opposite to all necessity, it is chiefly insisted on by Armenians in this controversy as a thing most important and essential in human liberty that volitions or the acts of the will are contingent events understanding contingents as opposite not only to constraint but to all necessity therefore i would particularly consider this matter and first i would inquire whether there is or can be any such thing as a volition which is contingent in such a sense as not only to come to pass without any necessity or constraint or coaction, but also without a necessity of consequence or an infallible connection with anything foregoing secondly whether if it were so this would at all help the cause of liberty One, i would consider whether volition is a thing that ever does or can come to pass in this manner contingently and here it must be remembered that it has been already shown that nothing can ever come to pass without a cause or a reason why it exists in this manner rather than another. And the evidence of this has been particularly applied to the acts of the will. Now if this be so, it will demonstrably follow that the acts of the will are never contingent or without necessity in the sense spoken of, inasmuch as those things which have a cause or a reason of their existence must be connected with their cause this appears by the following considerations One, for an event to have a cause and ground of its existence and yet not to be connected with its cause is an inconsistence for if the event be not connected with the cause it is not dependent on the cause Its existence is, as it were, loose from its influence and may attend it, or may not, it being a mere contingence, whether it follows or attends the influence of the cause or not. And that is the same thing as not to be dependent on it. And to say the event is not dependent on its cause is absurd. It is the same thing as to say it is not its cause, nor the event the effect of it for dependence on the influence of a cause is the very notion of an effect if there be no such relation between one thing and another consisting in the connection and dependence of one thing on the influence of another then it is certain there is no such relation between them as is signified by the terms cause and effect so far as an event is dependent on a cause and connected with it so much causality is there in the case and no more the cause does or brings to pass no more in any event than is dependent on it if we say the connection and dependence is not total but partial and that the effect though it has some connection and dependence yet is not entirely dependent on it that is the same thing as to say that not all that is in the event is an effect of that cause but that only part of it arises from thence and part some other way Two, if there are some events which are not necessarily connected with their causes then it will follow that there are some things which come to pass without any cause contrary to this supposition for if there be any event which was not necessarily connected with the influence of the cause under such circumstances, then it was contingent whether it would attend or follow the influence of the cause or no. It might have followed and it might not, when the cause was the same, its influence the same, and under the same circumstances. And if so, why did it follow, rather than not follow? Of this there is no cause or reason, therefore here is something without any cause or reason, why it is, viz. the following of the effect on the influence of the cause with which it was not necessarily connected. If there be no necessary connection of the effect on anything antecedent, then we may suppose that sometimes the event will follow the cause and sometimes not, when the cause is the same and in every respect in the same state and circumstances. And what can be the cause and reason of this strange phenomenon, even this diversity, that in one instance the effect should follow, in another not? It is evident by the supposition that this is wholly without any cause or ground. Here is something in the present manner of the existence of things and state of the world that is absolutely without a cause, which is contrary to the supposition and contrary to what has been before demonstrated three to suppose there are some events which have a cause and ground of their existence that yet are not necessarily connected with their cause is to suppose that they have a cause which is not their cause thus if the effect be not necessarily connected with the cause with its influence and influential circumstances then as i observed before it is a thing possible and supposable that the cause may sometimes exert the same influence under the same circumstances, and yet the effect not follow. And if this actually happens, in any instance, this instance is a proof, in fact, that the influence of the cause is not sufficient to produce the effect, for if it had been sufficient it would have done it. And yet by the supposition, in another instance, the same cause, with perfectly the same influence, and when all circumstances which have any influence are the same, it was followed with the effect by which it is manifest that the effect in this last instance was not owing to the influence of the cause but must come to pass some other way for it was proved before that the influence of the cause was not sufficient to produce the effect and if it was not sufficient to produce it then the production of it could not be owing to that influence but must be owing to something else or owing to nothing and if the effect be not owing to the influence of the cause then it is not the cause which brings us to the contradiction of a cause, and no cause, that which is the ground and reason of the existence of a thing, and at the same time is not the ground and reason of its existence. If the matter be not already so plain as to render any further reasoning upon it impertinent, I would say that which seems to be the cause in the supposed case can be no cause, its power and influence having on a full trial proved insufficient to produce such an effect, and if it be not sufficient to produce it, then it does not produce it. To say otherwise is to say there is power to do that which there is not power to do. If there be in a cause sufficient power exerted, and in circumstances sufficient to produce an effect, and so the effect be actually produced at one time, all these things concurring will produce the effect at all times. And so we may turn it the other way. That which proves not sufficient at one time cannot be sufficient at another with precisely the same influential circumstances. And therefore if the effect follows, it is not owing to that cause, unless the different time be a circumstance which has influence, but that is contrary to the supposition, for it is supposed that all circumstances that have influence are the same. And besides this would be to suppose the time to be the cause, which is contrary to the supposition of the other thing being the cause, but if merely diversity of time has no influence, then it is evident that it is as much of an absurdity to say the cause was sufficient to produce the effect at one time and not at another as to say that it is sufficient to produce the effect at a certain time and yet not sufficient to produce the same effect at the same time on the whole it is clearly manifest that every effect has a necessary connection with its cause or with that which is the true ground and reason of its existence and therefore if there be no event without a cause as was proved before, then no event whatsoever is contingent in the manner that armenians suppose the free acts of the will to be contingent part two section eight.